Hey guys, this is your boy Sky Ross, and welcome to Into the Stratosphere with your boy Sky Ross. Um, I just want to say thank you so much for listening in to last week's podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, so I'm going to expand the time from five to seven to ten minutes um, because I shouldn't spark notes my my life. <clears throat> And I also will be doing three to four more segments, which means each segment shall hopefully have a good five to six in each segment. Um, just so you just hear everything that I have to say. So today's podcast series or segment part will be called Tropical Like It's Hot. The troposphere is the lowest part of the atmosphere. And you're probably wondering, well, your podcast is called Into the Stratosphere. Yes. Which is above the troposphere. And it's not the farthest away from the earth. And I'm not trying to get that far away. I'm just trying to find my place in the stratosphere. It's just right for me. It's not too high. It's not too low. So let's get into it. Beginning of my life and who I am. Um, I was born in... September of 1989 in Trent, New Jersey. And when I think about my life and as a child, <clears throat> I was very alone. Um, I was very latching, trying to find who I was and where I was meant to be at a very young age. Um, I was always trying to hang on my sister, like, all the time. Sonay, she's only five years older than me. So, I mean, she was the only person that I, you know, trusted. And I, I looked up to my sister. Um, and growing in Trenton, it wasn't that great, personally, for me. Um, I mean, I had an older sister, which, you know, she's 11 years apart. Her name is Mickey. And she was just going out doing her own thing and barely got a chance to see her. But, you know, I was happy that she was doing her own thing and living the life that she wanted. That's what I wanted. Um, growing up was hard for me because I knew at a very young age I was gay. Um, I was attracted to guys. And I knew it was very different because the other guys would be like, oh, look at that girl. She's cute, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. Yeah, you're looking pretty good, too. But, of course, I can't say that because during the 90s, homophobia was everywhere. It was in the music. It was in the church. It was in TV. It was in the community. Um, we, you know, lived with my grandma a lot of times in the 90s. Um, not to say that my mom didn't do her own thing there was many times we lived with my mom but most of the times during the 90s growing up we lived at our grandma's house and <clears throat> we lived right across the street from the garfield park 45 garfield avenue uh, east trenton new jersey <laughs> um <clears throat> and they would have you know um they would have functions all the time on 45 garfield avenue across the street in the park so, you know, homophobia was just everywhere. It was used to diminish someone. It was used to make fun of someone. It was used to 
you know, beat up people. And I saw that at a very young age. And I never thought it was wrong. I just thought, well, I shouldn't be that way because everybody else is is saying it's wrong. So therefore, and still to this day, I'm like miraculous. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm wild at myself that I've always questioned status quos and why things were the way they were. You know, my mother, (laughs) she would say very homophobic things and it was never like yeah i agree it was always like why are you thinking that way like why are you saying that's okay why are you you know the whole time i'm like if you only knew if you only knew and that's another story for later (laughs) we'll get to that trust and believe but um i'm gonna always always question the status quo it's at a very young age so you know going into church and this and that in the beginning, I didn't I didn't think who I was being, you know, gay at that very young age was wrong um, until, again, church and them using fear as a tactic to straighten people and keep them on the narrow path of what they have constructed. And, um, you know, um, I just feel like. Moreover than anything, as a young child, I hate to say it. You're going to hear me say this over and over again, that everything happens for a reason. Some Somehow it does in some way, fashion or form. And it might not necessarily mean like, you know. It's one right after another. I just I just think of it as a uh, a spider web. I got one point and it shoots out to another point and it shoots out to another point. And there's so many possibilities that has been set out before you. You just have to throw throw the line and let it latch on to that next point. And that's what I'm trying to do with this podcast. I'm trying to reach out to other people who may have had my experiences and may have had my struggles um now this is you know me saying you know homophobia was everywhere in the 90s it's not saying that we're trying to say that you know black people are more homophobic than any other person in the world or people in the world it's just what i have witnessed especially after you know civil rights happening not only 30 years before that, you know what I'm saying? So again, I've always questioned why as a people we are so easily, um, while we're so easily ready to discriminate against another minority group. Um, I remember being in school and again, I was the only one of the only fat kids, you know, growing up in Trenton at the time. And, you know, everybody making fun of me for being fat. And I'm just like, I didn't choose to be fat. It wasn't just one day I was just like, oh, yeah, I just want to gain this weight and be a martyr for people to laugh at. 
I would never forget when I was in uh, middle school and junior two. And we were in music class and someone, you know, passed gas or whatever. And I'm on the other side of the classroom, like not even in this world. And someone was like, oh, it was the fat kid in the corner who did it. And everybody laughing. I mean, I'm just like, "Ah, this doesn't get old, does it? And it's just crazy because children, children can be so cruel sometimes. Like, I would never forget. I'll go even back before when I was in the fourth grade, fifth grade. And I went to a school in South Trenton called Mont Elementary School. Home of the Mustangs. And kids made a disease called the Skylar touch and that right there I guess was a it was it was horrible Knowing that nobody wanted to talk to you, nobody wanted to be friends with you, and nobody wanted to nobody wanted to be my friend and talk to me because I had this disease. Which then later on when I think about it, it taught me about the whole AIDS epidemic that happened in the early seventies, late eighties to the late eighties. So it got got me ready. So I just want to say thank you for listening. And if the sky's the limit, why are you limiting yourself?